Welcome to Season 5, Episode 6 of Buzzwords, Conversations About Teaching and Learning at SU, where we talk about working, learning, transforming, and performing at SU, and so much more. We'd like to thank our sponsor, SU's Transformative Teaching and Learning Team, led by Jess Condense This Clausen. My name is Melissa Smeltercraft, head women's basketball coach here at Shenandoah, and I am surrounded by... Scott King, professor in the psychology department, and also producer Xander is here doing a great job. We'll, uh, we'll return to what a great job Xander's doing in a little bit, and we'll introduce our guest in a little bit as well. That email address that got zero emails in the past month is buzzwords at su.edu. Our Instagram got a few more followers. We're at 47 right now, su buzzwords on Instagram. Jen, perhaps you've got a good following, and you, you follow us. I do follow and you. And maybe, maybe you can send us some more. All right. Um, our music is called Back to Cool by Shane Ivers at silvermansound.com. So thank you, Shane, for the free music. We've got about 3,000 downloads at subuzzwords.podbean.com. We've gotten 16 five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. And I think we're on Spotify now. Xander actually... Did some work for us. Nagging works. To quote Monica <laughs> Nagging. <Geller>. Nagging works. <laughs> Nagging works. We've been nagging, and it, it was effective this time. I can't really tell you much more about Spotify because I don't know anything about it. Is there like a... It's just another a, platform. A search term we should... Yeah, I know that much. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's just preferred <laughs> things. Like, I, I pay for Spotify, and I yeah, use Spotify, yeah. and I listen to things on Spotify. Okay, so people can search for SU buzzwords on there? Buzzwords conversations about teaching and learning. Well, you're asking someone who doesn't learning. have a microphone, and yeah, this is not a video. Yeah, he's giving me some good nonverbals. So, um, he gave me a I'm gonna a I'm going to go on nod. here right now, <laughs> and I will give everybody the, the, this, the ditty. So keep is, going. This is good pod content. So, so now we are 40 episodes in with this podcast. We've been doing it since January of 2021. This is our 40th episode. And now we're on multiple platforms. We have multiple um, websites. I've got a quiz for you, Melissa. I'm ready. Also, I did mean to mansplain platforms. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I find can buzzwords it. on Spotify. Stay tuned. <laughs> I can dish out mansplaining. I can take it. So yeah. I appreciate that. All right. So we've done 40 episodes. Congratulations. That's a big deal. Thank what? you, guest. Be quiet. What do you think has been the most popular buzzword? Oh, God. This, authenticity. Yes. Something with the A that's word. It. That's it. Some yeah. version of authentic or authenticity. We've had that yeah. three times All over right. the 40 episodes. Don't no do that, Jen. I won't do that. I promise. <laughs> yeah. I've been forewarned. Twice, yeah. twice in the past three months. I, I, I will defend the three and say that each person had truly made it their own oh, and, sure. and spun it differently, yeah. which was really cool. Yeah. And, and Ryan Romine, actually, he uh, used that like a year or two ago. Totally authentic guy. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Uh, and then we had a couple couple buzzwords that have happened twice we had collaborate and collaboration and um, intentional and intentionality those two and intentionality was alita gibson's in the very first, first episode, episode alita yeah. gibson back when xander was was our producer for the first time and alita speaking of whom she is one of our six episodes that have gotten more than a hundred downloads i think Ooh. that speaks to alita's popularity for sure and her um yeah it's probably sharing it yeah her impact yeah and i have a question now another quiz i'm putting I'm melissa on the spot 
uh, of, let's see, of those six, do you think you can name, how many do you think you can name that have been more than 100 downloads? Um, one, Alita Gibson. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, um, the other five. Ooh. Oh, this is a great one. Um, Andrea Smith. Yes. Uh, oh, Kevin Covert. Yes. He... Oh, that episode was funny. Kevin and Andrea both had 124 downloads. Wow. Um, okay. Uh, oh, Michelle Pye. No, she didn't get get to 100. Um, that one was good. They've been mostly in... Well, the, the, the two most popular ones happened last season, along with, uh, along with Kevin. Dana Baxter. Yep. Dana has the most at 147. And imagine what her first episode would have Imagine. <laughs> um, imagine if we'd actually recorded that. I don't Whoops. know that I can I can <laughs> educate a guess better than those five. Tracy Fitzsimmons missed. is uh -huh. up there. Okay. Yeah. And then got, Cameron. Uh, he, he almost got to 100. He yeah. was at 97. But Tracy was at 143. Oh, wow. And then Eunice Mirza back in, I think, season two, he had yeah. uh, 116. I would so, not have guessed that. Yeah, Alita, Eunice, Kevin. I kind of Dana, forgot about Tracy, the bonus episode just because Andrea. it was so different for they us different. in terms of the yeah. experience on Zoom and whatnot. Yeah, those bonus episodes. We'll probably do another one this year. I'm listeners. very excited. Did we lock in our our guests? I've just double winked. Scott. <laughs> haven't locked it in yet. Haven't thought let's that. Lock it up. That let's far lock ahead, it up, Scott. Let's 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 go out with a bang yeah. in 2024 yeah. spring. Yeah. It'll be probably like our 42nd, 43rd episode. It'll be a good one. So who's our guest for this 40th episode? Oh, guess. Our guest is Dr. Jennifer Green Flint. Uh, Jen is the Assistant Dean for Administration and Finance in the Conservatory and the Executive Director of the Shenandoah Conservatory Arts Academy and an adjunct professor in both the Conservatory and the Division of Education and Leadership. I have so many questions about what your job is. <laughs> that was the longest <laughs> sentence I've ever read. Um, she earned a BA in ballet from Mary Washington. Boo, we hate them. Oh. Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Go Eags. Um, and, uh, and an MS in Performing Arts leadership and a doctorate in organizational leadership from Shenandoah. Yay. Before coming to SU in 2006, she toured as a professional dancer and then as a uh, an arts administrator while her multiple roles at SU take up most of her time. She still finds time for organizational leadership consulting in both the nonprofit and for-profit sectors and occasionally accepts work as a guest choreographer or teaches master classes. Again, a very long sentence. Even more jobs. <laughs> more. Bring um, it on. She and her husband, Andy, live in downtown Winchester with their rescue dogs and enjoy being part of the community. Jen, Hello. those are a lot of run-on sentences. There <laughs> are. I feel like my life's one big run-on sentence. That's I really a good way to put it. That's a good okay, metaphor. ready? Jen, I don't okay. understand your job. What's your job? Well, turns out as a ballerina, I actually learned to count beyond eight. So, I mean, well, they don't tell you this thing, like, the, you know, the numbers and the zeros. So it turns out I'm actually good at math. So I do the more procedural process, financial stuff at the conservatory, uh, college students, of course. And then on opposing days or afternoons or evenings, I'm over at the um, academy. SCAA is what most community members know it by. Uh huh. My and daughter is a proud member. There. I see her often. She's there all the time. She is. And uh, so there we have about 800 to 1,000 students, another 40-ish faculty members, and it is a non-credit evening and weekend. 
community art school. And so that's tons of fun. So I have shorter people sometimes, and then I have the college students other times. So. And you, you alternate? Days? I, like, ideally, do you bounce back and forth ideally between offices? Monday, Wednesday, conservatory. Tuesday, Friday at the academy, and then community meetings on Thursdays. But it's like, what's that game where you pull out a piece and it all Jenga. tumbles? Jenga, yeah. So that's where I start, but where it ends up is totally different. Some days I sit in my car and I'm like, okay, which campus, which meeting, which job? It gets a little crazy. But it's fun because I don't like to repeat the same thing. Yeah. So it's perfect. Yeah. What I enjoy about my job is that no two days are alike. Exactly. And I do like the rhythmic sense of it. And But, yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. When I get to the point in the year where I can't remember which building I went to and where I parked, oh. then it's a little tricky. But usually that's around, like, week 14. This year it's already happened. So <laughs> What week are we in right now? Four. Well, of, yeah, oh, mother the spring of God. I know, right? Four. It's it's a heavy four. That was a lot. Four. Okay. Yeah, you got to sit. With I'm that. starting to th- like daydream about apple blossom. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody asked like me I was about to ask about your downtown location. Right. Yes. Well, you can yeah. come watch lot. apple blossom from our windows I, too. Oh, very yeah. cool. We did that for the parade. Do we you did, ever see like men we stumbling there. into bushes? Oh, yeah. Because I think That's Scott pro- can uh, really. Yeah. Scott, you good fam? <laughs> <laughs> We'll find out. We'll find out at, at Apple Blossom if I'm good. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Xander's been known to stumble around downtown as well. And I mean, I also live downtown. Joey and Sean. So yeah. I get both. You know, it's you can start out at the academy, start the parade. Then you can take your time walking across town to my house in the beginning of the parade. I live over by Hanley. The beginning okay, of the yeah. parade will not have yet passed my house. That's how much it weaves and bobs. So mm-hmm. you yeah. can have multiple. So you can like rewind the parade. Kind of. Would that be what's going kinda, on there? You can. I, it's just such an interesting it event. Depends, it depends I mean, how much bourbon you have to rewind the parade. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do swap the floats, which took me a couple. Of, like they take the people off and then put new people and new signs on halfway through. Oh, really? Yes. It took me a while to figure that out because I never actually sat through the whole thing. You kind of go to houses yeah. and parties. But when you sit and watch, you'll see the same it looks like a Mississippi steamboat going by, and then they take the kids off, put new signs on it, new kids on it, and run it again. Oh, interesting. interesting. So the second half's really sort of a repeat of the first half. Hmm. Wow. I, I could try that in class. <laughs> <laughs> you might get away with it. Like, somehow just change the background of my slides. <laughs> And see see who's actually paying attention. See what kind what, of evaluations what, but, you get. But like, what would happen when no one noticed? Exactly. His slides were oddly familiar to me this semester. Yeah. Uh huh. Jen, when you said the thing about Jenga, um, yes. about like something about when you start, you're not sure where it's going to finish. Correct. That, that brought a question to my All mind. All right. What's your question? About when you when you started your career at, at I'm gonna go way back, like after that mm-hmm. that ballet degree mm-hmm. where did you think you were gonna go all right well first of all my dance career ended because my partner at the time we were rehearsing and he had me over his head and we were both i mean it was halfway through the rehearsal we're hot we're both you know sweaty if, if there was no context to what you're saying it was by the way. really weird sorry <laughs> about over, that but it's so head, ballet hot, rehearsal ballet rehearsal got it but um I got dropped, and I came down really hard on my Achilles, so I broke both ankles and raptured my Achilles. And um, so 
at the time. All at the same time. Yeah. I was not a pleasant person to be around for a while. But, you know, you're not. I was in my mid-20s. I thought I had forever of a ballet career. And you don't quite think through at that age what happens if. Now I tell all my students you need to have two, three, or four careers. But it never been posed to me like that. Mm-hmm. It, I have to go back to the injury. Oh, it hurts. Is that... Well, I would assume yes, but is that a common injury or is that yeah. like a, a tier one? You usually, it's t- you could hear it. It was a little bit. I know, I know. Poor Xander's like, oh. but how did you react? Actually, it's one of those things you didn't feel. I didn't feel it. I heard it, and you when you hear something internally, shocked. when you hear that thing inside your body, you know you're in trouble. But. um got all bandaged up after a while and it was really great because my company mates would put me in this red wheelbarrow and (laughs) and drag me around with them so that I didn't have to walk and I still felt like I was part of the group it was awesome they didn't have like a wheelchair well I'm sure they did but this just seemed cooler for some reason yeah I'd say that's that's pretty cool wow that is a mega injury I mean people your career can end on a dime, just like anybody else's. And just like I mean, athletics. Exactly. And I've had friends whose foot has fallen through the floor and they've broken, you know, everything around their mm. calves. And I, you just never know. But it wasn't part of the dialogue that I had growing up. You should plan for something else. I mean, I'm sure if you brought my parents in here, they'd say, oh, no, we told we you. Said that multiple right. times she wasn't listening. Right. Kind of like exactly. Scott's students. Really? <laughs> With the same slides but different oh, colors. I tell, I tell them so much. <clears throat> I just want something to sink in. But, I mean, to answer your question, um, after I sort of decided I had to get out of my own head and find something else to do, I realized as a dancer, I'd always put music second, and I wanted to put music first as an art form. So I decided to work for a symphony and learn about music, because to me, it had always been this tool, and I wanted to learn about it as an art. Mm-hmm. And then from there, what did I do? No, Went into grant writing, and then in, eventually... In Richmond? Mm-hmm. And then eventually I moved. I'm the oldest of three, and my parents needed some extra help, so I moved back to this area and started grant writing and doing some um, nonprofit arts consulting and then eventually found my way to the college. So it's kind of a zigzag. Are you from Winchester? I am not. I'm from Ashburn. Okay. But way different Ashburn than what you see now. I always Mm -hmm. have to distinguish. Like farmland Ashburn? Yes. Like corn, soybean, crop rotation kind of Ashburn. (laughs) Yeah, gotcha. Ashburn now just, I I can't understand it. All the roads that used to go to one place don't go there anymore. Yeah. It's just maddening. Yeah. A lot of people. <laughs> Do you remember, yeah. Jen, a few hmm. years ago, we tried to get Dave Matthews to come. Oh, to we did. I forgot <laughs> Be the graduation that. speaker. Yes, we did. We, we thought, let's ask. And it happened. Yeah, yeah. So, Dave, if you happen to listen to this podcast, we'd, we'd we would love, love to have you. Love what you, you guys can't see is Xander someone. and myself eye-rolling to the point of almost Wait, falling out like of our chairs. Wait, you don't like Dave Matthews or you're laughing about our attempt, which oh, one? Or both. At, <laughs> you know, you're right, guys. We have 47 followers on Instagram, and one of them is Dave, Dave Matthews. Matthews. Well, allegedly, Dave's drummer, Carter Beaufort, yes, went it, to Shenandoah. Exactly. Um, and he's a huge public school supporter. Mm-hmm. He does donates a lot of time to public school. Keep rationalizing. And they're they're from Virginia. <laughs> Jen Keep was going. in the the promotion world at some We're point. We're just like digging a hole, aren't so, we? So Jen, I missed where we've had consistent speakers at graduation. 
Yeah, I don't even what? know if that's happening. Yeah, but let's go for Dave. You know, <laughs> you know if you're going like to have one, if you're going to have one, make it somebody really, really well, good. We're really trying well to known. cross a lot of, you know, areas. We thought Dave would be good for the arts. But mm-hmm. you know what somebody said, and this I, I do believe about Dave Matthews, is that his brilliance is not necessarily in him as a singer and songwriter, but his true brilliance is in identifying exceptional talents and bringing them to work collectively. It's ironic That's how cool. he hasn't found this podcast. <laughs> how has he not found us? <laughs> and we just got down to 46 right now. He just unfollowed us live time. Um, this is cute. I know how much you guys, now yeah, I know and, how and much you like Dave. And uh, Melissa has enjoyed a Dave Matthews cover yeah, band. Yeah, I think it was called Blave Slapthews, <laughs> but I had a lot of tequila. <laughs> Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Oh, there's a story there that and we that, won't and ask that, for. That, was, that might have been my high and low in that episode we did back right after that. And uh-huh. so let's, no let's, go to that, let's go to let's that go segment, segment of the podcast. Ah, high and low. So everybody talks about their best and worst events <sighs> from uh, the past month or so. We can talk about who would go first. Anybody got something ready? I do. Go ahead, okay. Jen. I mean, hey, undoubtedly my high has been the delivery of the Girl Scout cookies lately. Oh, yeah. I mean, How many you did won- you get? Well, see, when you work with kids, you have to get something from every oh, kid. Gosh. I've Sweet lost track. You. They just, they're all over the academy and, you know, come on by sometimes. They're stacked. So what's your favorite? Big deal. What are the, okay, they've all, first of all, the boxes have gotten shorter mm. and the cookies have gotten smaller. Mm. What are they? Inflation. It is totally. But I like the, is it Samoa? Samoa. They have yeah. like the coconut. Yes. Little, that little crispies on yeah, them. Yeah, that's my favorite. So that's my high Girl Scout cookies. Samoas. What's yeah. your favorite Girl Scout cookies? Tagalongs. Oh, Me too. Yes. Scott, the tag-alongs. chocolate peanut butter yeah. ones. Oh, yeah. Oh, but the Thin Mints are good too. If thin you Mints put them in are the amazing. freezer. Oh, yeah. Girl. Oh, that's you eat them cold or even better that way. Yeah. yeah, I got some Thin Mints. I got a sleeve of those in the fridge right now. <laughs> sleeve. <laughs> What's your low, Jen? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to be straight about it and say it's been a rough start to the semester. This is week four. It's heavy already. Mm-hmm. Like the, the emails are snippy and the students are Ooh. tired and the faculty have this dark circle underneath their eyes. So yeah. it's been kind of hoping we go up, right? We're just off to a slow start. So it's been it's been a heavy couple of weeks. How about you all? Have, hopefully when, when the sun starts shining a little bit brighter yeah. and the days continue to get longer, well, that'll help the, yeah. all of those It'll help things. the circles because you know, a little bit of color under Vitamin my eyes D. Can, yeah. right, right. can cover that yeah. up. Yeah. You got a high and a low, Melissa? Yeah. Um, my high... I didn't really think about this. I... Uh, no, come back to me. Okay. I'm going to think harder right now. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, my high was disc golf related. I got to, got to get a round in with Brian Davis, chemistry professor here at SU, who's had a lot of health issues lately, um, some cancer, some chemo issues, some um, in inflammation that they've been trying to figure out, and he's been getting a lot of serious treatments at Johns Hopkins, so not been around a lot, um, but we got to get a round in on Saturday, which was just fun to, to spend time with, with Brian. Um, so, Brian, hang in there. Keep up the good recovery. And that time we spent together was valuable to me. Brian's one of our listeners. That's great. I saw Brian walking with Rodney the other day, and I thought, oh, he looks great. It yeah. was good to see him yeah. out I mean, and about. He's, he's yeah. going through a lot. Yeah. But hanging yeah. in there. So that was my high. Um, low, uh, low would be kids sports related. 
which would be my daughter Colette um, oh. of the SCAA. What happened? And also of the Daniel Morgan volleyball team. <laughs> they made it to their championship of their conference, which they won last year, but this year they lost oh. in, a, in an upset. They were the home team. They mm. were favored. You know, lot, lot, lots of Vegas action on the middle school volleyball. I'd put a lot of money down on Daniel Morgan to, to defend that title, and uh, and they lost in in three sets, which which was was dramatic, and it went down to the last points. Um, and so she and all her teammates were, as a year ago, they were like crying for joy. This year they were crying out of sadness. But she's she's hooked in volleyball. When was that? Uh, about a month ago. Okay. Yeah. I love that she goes to ballet, she does modern, and volleyball. That's yeah, pretty she's, awesome. Yeah, she's coming up yep. to, like, a decision point because mm. she wants to do club volleyball, too. And it's just a Don't, lot of time and a lot of we'll money for all it. these things. I know we'll you, you, you all we'll are, figure are, it out. are flexible. I just don't want her to give up. I know, I know. She's got talent. Good. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks, yeah. She, um, she enjoys it. It's just... You know, we only got so many nights yeah. in the week. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of driving and shuffling yeah. and schedules and yep. all that. All right, Mel. Um, my high is we are at the, I think this is like a melded high and low. I feel like I do this all the time. Um, we're at the end of basketball season. We have today's game day. It is Wednesday. Um, we have two more games left in the regular season of our 25 game schedule. Um, both on the road, and then next week is postseason play. And so it's crunch time right now. So my high is we've had an excellent season. Um, it's been really fun. It's been a lot of hard work, but I think, you know, all positives and and uh, it's at the culminating point, right? Like you work so hard all year to get to this exact week that we're in. So it's very exciting and a lot is to be determined. Um, my low is, you know, this is probably the first season I have felt this way. I feel like I have no more hours to give. <laughs> and I felt that way really early on in the season. I think that's because I had an inkling to how talented we could be. Um, but man, it's like, I don't have any time. And so I'm looking forward to the off season and recalibrating and prioritizing my family much better. But man, it's like, I, I really feel like I left it. I've left it all out. Well, that's there. saying a lot for you. Cause you leave it all every season. I feel yeah. Like. Well, thank you, Scott. I appreciate that. I feel like I've gotten smarter with my time and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but man, Oh, this has been hard season and it just keeps getting harder. And I guess that's what happens when the stakes go up. Yeah. And, um, but no, it's been good. I feel like this is, this was my, this is my 10th season as a head coach. Wow. Yeah. So I just, you know, it's like just that reflection, like almost like episode 40, right? You, you just like take a second, you go, wow, that was, how did we get here? This happened really fast. And then realize where we can go, you know, with these monumental moments. So yeah, basketball, all day, every day. My wife probably cannot wait for season to be over. Oh my god, she <laughs> cannot wait. <laughs> yeah, we got Bridgewater tonight. Bridgewater tonight, mm. Guilford Saturday, and then Odex. And then the Odex. Odex. I'm oh, gonna try wow. to make it down for yeah the Odex. So make it to the finals. So you got yeah. it. You got it, Scott. <laughs> I can come. You got it. Done. <laughs> um. Okay. Did everybody go? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um. Jen, Hornet hot yes. take. Go ahead and rant about whatever you would like. All right, y'all. Here's the thing I never understand. The Arts Academy, SCAA as we call it, is less than two miles away. You can walk there, Mm -hmm. but nobody knows we're there. Unless you go 
unless you have a student with us and you drive or you drive through downtown Winchester on Cork Street or Cameron Street at like what 4:15 to about 6:30 <laughs> on a weeknight on a weeknight yeah. and you see the caravans of SUVs and minivans going around then you know we're there but half the people I talk to on campus are like wait where's that and I, it's the John Kerr building. It is the coolest building. Have yeah. you ever been there? I have not. So I do cool. know exactly where it is. I have not. It's a big brown building with brown trim, which sort of steals your soul a little bit because that's <laughs> a lot of brown. But we've got really cool decals and things, and we brightened it up. But there's so much going on in there. And I, you even walk in, and we usually have an SU banner. We have, Sometimes you got to change it up and have the SU, like, you know, mat, floor mat thing. We've got the emblems on the outside. Yeah. Oh, you're a part of the university? And the building's so cool that. on the inside. Oh, it's beautiful. Like, what, 100 plus years yeah, old? Yeah, it was school? built a part of it in 1875. Ooh, yeah, 150. So it's it's just gorgeous and it's huge. 149. <laughs> it is not the Sesquicentennial. Two people are good at math here. <laughs> So I just am constantly amazed by the number of community members. Because if there's, you figure, 800 to 1,000 kids going through it every day, how many parents are going through slash around in the mm -hmm. carpool line? Oh, you're part of the university? Yes. So, yeah. you know, if you don't know where we are, we're on the corner of Cork and Cameron Street, where the big brown Victorian brick building with the cool things on the windows. We put pictures of students so you can see what's happening inside. It's got and, flags. It's as you, bright as I can make it. A lot of propaganda. Hey. Oh, that hurts. And I, and I bet you love when people park in your parking lot. Oh, I do. And then they go <laughs> and shopping. They go around downtown. Or, which, you know, I appreciate the need to go downtown. But if anybody, if you have seen our carpool line, it is nuts. There's a ton of people going through there. So, you know. Parking spaces are dear yeah, to us. Yeah, don't actually park in that parking no, lot if no, you're not driving. Because you're never going to get out again because the line will, I mean, there have been times that I thought, all right, I'll just go back and work another hour or two because clearly you can't get out. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, not that different than campus here. Exactly. Although the, the cooler thing about our parking is that um, in my quest to make things cheerful and noticeable we did spray paint the colors to yes, mark our spots i like those so we got cool spots and they're bright and colorful they're bright and colorful because otherwise the tow truck driver that's like right across the that he will tow everything yep. so <laughs> he's a little bit grouchy but you know what are we gonna do that's right that's a pretty parking lot and a beautiful building we are very lucky to be there it sat empty in the 80s and i believe the university purchased it for a nominal fee um, in 1981. Yeah. And it had been literally open to the elements, and so it was redone and then reopened in 82, 83, 84. It was partially the nursing school, which has been all over social media oh, cool. lately, as we do flashbacks, so you've seen the pictures of the nurses in front. But then also, um, it's just a really cool place. So I always think, how do people not notice it? It's mm -hmm. huge. Yeah. And when people do notice it, they all happen to be on Facebook in like the What's Happening in Winchester <laughs> yes. group. Oh, I and they hate talk, that And group. they talk about Sorry, anybody that's how, how Shenandoah is buying up all the property around Winchester and, and they're going to take over. Get, and I'm like, y'all, we've been here since the 80s. Yes. Way yes. before half those people were even on Facebook. So they got to get over it. All right. A binge and a cringe. Tell us something mm. you've been into and binging and okay. something you don't want to see again. So I'm a murder podcast woman. Oh, nice. Like, I don't care what it is. I don't care which murder podcast, but I have this, 
I started this habit when Jeff Marlott was out on sabbatical, and I was Jeff for a while, and I could not get my brain to shut off, so I realized that if I listened to really, like, intense murder podcasts, I'd stop thinking about work. So I now play them until I fall asleep, <laughs> which which does one of two things. Number one, especially if you pick the right podcast, they start with the you know, the time period, and let's talk about the, you know, 1890s, and you know, that's all well and good. And then they'll probably go into the geography, and then the small town history. I'm out. Oh, so I'm awesome. usually asleep before you get to the murdery bits. But sometimes <laughs> it still plays, right? And then you wake up and you've, you've done this wacky mix of dreams with your colleagues if you're obsessing over work with murder podcasts. Mm. And the next day you're like, what was that? Like, who did Jeff kill? Exactly. Wow. So, I love murder podcasts. I never hear the end of them. I'm assuming <laughs> the killers get caught. I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming. You're also assuming people died. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> well, by the genre of murder, I'm thinking yeah. they probably did, you know. But Are you I wearing headphones them. during this? I do. You're... I have the sleep yeah. headphones, okay. and then they go, they go quiet after time. Oh, so. that's cool. Yeah, that's why you never hear the end of them. Unless you wake up and your mind starts going and then you restart it. And then you're missing whole blocks yeah. of information. But, I mean, you heard one murder podcast. You've heard them all. It's the same trajectory, <laughs> basically, right? So that's one I'm really into. All right, cringe. I'm kind of, this is going to be anybody and everybody's this week. I'm kind of done with the um, Taylor Swift stuff. Ooh. Oh, that's wow. A, that's Shots a hot fired. Take. Yes. Wow. From the top because, row. You know what? <laughs> She's America's sweetheart. We, we just what? lost more listeners. <laughs> but wait, I'm happy to have her there. But and I and I'm happy to. I just wonder if the gender roles were reversed, would we be having the same conversation? She wants to come with her own money. Let her come. This mm -hmm. is great. There's plenty of other spouses. So I just don't understand why there's this anger directed towards a successful young woman mm -hmm. that ah, comes. Ah, so that's that's to... what you're cringing. Yeah, got it. It's okay. it's, no, it's not her as an not, individual. Not it's what's the hubbub? Just yeah. let her be. Come yeah. on, people. The more hubbub you make, the more of a thing it becomes. And so, if you're if your take on it is that you don't like her there, then just quit talking about it. Yeah. But she's a successful, articulate, wonderful example for students, I think, as someone in the arts. She's paying her own way. Mm -hmm. Let her come. Yeah. I think it's great. Would we be having this conversation if the gender roles were reversed? I don't know. What do you all think? First of all, Jen, we asked yes. the questions. <laughs> oh, so, high town. Oh, no. Um, just I'm kidding. fired right now. Katie um, Bain asked us fired. a question last Katie, month, and too. Andrea <laughs> thought she was interviewing us. Pipe down, first uh, of all. Down. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> I, you know, I, I need have, a smaller chair if I'm supposed I, to pipe down. i got to sit lower. <laughs> Taylor Swift does not bother me. I would not consider myself a Swifty. No, She me does neither. not bother me. Why are we letting people bother? She is doing nothing but exuding positivity. Sure. She's not being i mean she's killing the planet with her jet flying everywhere well, there but is that. That like is she also true. made all that money on her own so i don't care like right. whatever live and let live yeah yeah and so like with like if there were when you say switch the the genders mm -hmm. like travis kelsey he goes to her yeah, shows if he's going we haven't and, heard about that i'm yeah, sure and, and he's I, been to a yes. show or two and yeah, i don't think we has, and yeah. we don't hear like taylor fans complaining that 
you know, he's going to her shows. I don't think so. He's or bringing that, like, football into the entertainment right. industry. <laughs> Roger Goodell loves all of this, by the way. He's printing money at this point. <laughs> yeah, we I talked mean, about this in our contemporary issues in sport class a little bit. And the, I think, you know, Taylor Swift indirectly has bridged an enormous gap that the NFL and, um, you know, professional sports in America can't seem to touch and it's eight to 15 year old yep. girls. Mm-hmm. And I hope nobody's touching eight to 15 year old girls. Just for the record. <laughs> um, I heard it first. I heard it first. <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, again, everyone seems to be winning from a financial standpoint. Women are being exposed to football that maybe weren't previously exposed. And you don't know the implications of that. I think about the gender stuff a lot. And as a mm-hmm. female who is obsessed with sports, if it exposes other women to sport, because it's super intimidating. Or to mm-hmm. intermission. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> or the Usher concert. Or yeah. the Usher concert. Yeah. Can you repeat that line you said earlier? Oh, I said earlier, I don't play sports. I play intermission. Because <laughs> I just am not. And that was my cringe for the week. I've been to my cringe. No. That's yeah. Fine. That was funny, Jen. I'm a klutz. I'm not allowed to have sports stuff. I will never, ever run into another human being in a room because that's what dancers do. We don't run into people. Uh, right. Sports equipment. Uh, low low contact. Yeah, there. exactly. Sports equipment. I don't know what to do with that stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, you, well, did you say what you think about Taylor Swift? Yeah, what do you Oh, think? I was just wondering about... Yeah, Coco, Coco loves her. I mean, I've... I wouldn't say I'm a Swifty Swifty, but I've been into her music oh, since Coco was little. Concert? No, I've tried. Okay. I've tried. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, he's but he's like, currently I, got I his kidney to... up for sale. So <laughs> <you know. laughs> yeah. Like I, Both, I, I, so I would can take Coco too. play um, like the song Blank Space. I loved, you know, yeah. 10 years ago. And I would play yeah. that in the car for the kids like coming home from daycare. So, I mean, Colette's, you know, grown up loving. But I think yeah. if... That gets you and Colette in the same oh, room sure, watching football. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And that's I, been I a took... lot of talk with yes. like dads and daughters in football. Yeah, yeah. So you're willing to bridge that gap with Colette, but not every dad is, right? So for women to enter a space with their dads to watch football, I think is pretty cool. Yeah, to sit for on sure. the couch next to your dad and say, what's happening? Why yeah, are that happened for... during the Super Bowl. Like she yeah. was watching with us, and so we got to talk about like, oh, what's a first down? and. <laughs> How many points is a field goal and a touchdown, all that stuff. Football is so much easier to understand for those of us that are artists now that they draw on screen and they put the help. little arrows. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you see the color things move. I'm like, oh, cool. That does There's help. a color thing. Something important happened. <laughs> color thing. Okay, uh, let's keep yeah. going. Informer, <clears throat> tell us about something awesome that you have done at Shenandoah, Jen. Hmm. Well, if we're talking me personally, because, of course, our students and faculty Screw are them. amazing. Talk about yourself. <laughs> okay, so refining it in. I would say mentor. That's something that I do in the background pretty quietly, um, but it is a passion of mine because early in my career, I had some women that were like, let me. Actually, they tossed me into the fire. At the time, I was not thankful. 20 years later, might be thankful. So while I do not try to toss the next generation that's up and coming into the fire, I do try to say, I see what you're doing and how can I assist? What, you know, what skills do you want to work on? What, you know, how can I bring something to you that allows you to further develop what's yours alone? So that's something I'm pretty proud of, but, um, I do it in the back quietly when asked well and i'm guessing yeah. for the kids at the academy and the and SU here students. Yeah. yeah i and that's what i really i mean going back to the same day you never had the same day twice 
that's what I like about mentoring is that I there are some eleven year olds that are like, what are, what are, you know what do you do next for a dance career, and I can help with that. I can help with their parents with those questions. Mm -hmm. But then there's also, you know, we have 20-year-olds, we have 35-year-olds that are in doctoral programs. So I do have a wide range, and it does take a minute to go, okay, age-focused, where are we and where's that person and how can I help yeah. with that? But and even the perspective of your injury stopping your career yeah. and that adversity gives you credibility too it's not like everything was rainbows and butterflies oh, for no. you yeah no there was there <laughs> i'm sure it was horrible to live with during that period <laughs> but yeah that's something i'm proud of that i hope eventually somebody might say i don't know she did a bunch of things but she was a good mentor that's awesome well that leads us to the next segment mm -hmm. future former what do you what do you want to be known as when you retire mm -hmm. former x oh <gasps> Really as simple as the word is, teacher. Yeah. I mean, that's all I do all day. Um, I, I started a career in ballet because I didn't have to talk. I was <laughs> desperately shy. Did really? not want to talk to people. Ballet is perfect, right? You you never talk. You go to classrooms. You, you take orders. You get yelled at. And you do all these things. Even though you do it in a room with people, you don't talk. So that's where I was happiest. But then... Um, after you have to choose something else, you realize that you trade on what you say. So you build a lot of trust in relationships. And in building those relationships and trust, I enjoy helping put together a puzzle, which is really what I would call teaching. I don't like teaching in terms of the sage on the stage and instructing, mm -hmm. but we help everybody bring a piece of the puzzle. And whether I'm working on finances, which is oh so exciting with Excel spreadsheets, and somebody else is going, explain this to me, or whether we're getting ready to set something on the stage at the conservatory, it's really about teaching together. And that's kind of my nice. thing. Teacher, mentor, I like it. Yeah. Um, all right, buzzword breakdown. Okay, give us your, your buzzword and how you embody it at a Shenandoah. Oh, man, I'm persistent. Oh, I don't I'm think we've had that one. Oh, yes. All right, I stayed away from the others. No, I'm pretty persistent. If Particularly if you tell me I can't do it, I'm going to say, ooh, I will do it. But I just mm. won't do it the way you told me I can't. And I think <laughs> a lot of athletes have that in common, right? You have to be persistent. I mean, I, one of my teachers in ballet uh, figured out how I learned way before I figured it mm -hmm. out. He was mm. amazing professional. But he would, no, do it again, do it again, do it again. And then he would know, and then he would leave after he told me how terrible it was. But he would also know two things that I was mad at it by the time he would leave. And then I inherently was a people pleaser. So I would stay and do it again and do it again and that's still sort of um the older you get you realize you shouldn't muscle through everything mm -hmm. but it is kind of my fallback position because i will not let it get the better of me whether it's an accounting puzzle or you know i i love rescue dogs so whether it's training a mm -hmm. dog or whether i will not let it get the better of me so i'm gonna come back at it again and again pretty sure there's a lot of people in my life that wish i would drop some <laughs> of that they're like just let it go but Persistent. Yeah. That's me. That's a valuable buzzword. Ask it forward. Uh, mm. We have a question for you from Katie last month. And that question was, if you could be the gold medalist in any Olympic sport, we're back on sports. Back on sports. What would it be? All right. I have one sports story for my whole life. Is so, it in the Olympics? 
Well, yes. Okay. It's a sport that's in the Olympics. Um, so for a while when I was in high school, because I didn't go to regular high school, I went to the Washington Ballet and whatnot for school. But I thought I wanted to be a normal high schooler. So I thought the way to do that was to join a team and do some sports. You have used air quotes <laughs> normal, so normal many times during this seconds. hour, but the last 10 seconds was like, ding, 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 ding. Wow. Wait till you hear why. So I decided that I think the only thing that would, would take people at that point in the season was uh, track. And the guy looked at me and went, okay, well, you can run and jump over the hurdles. You can do the hurdles. Oh. So I thought, I got this. So I know how you're supposed to go over with one foot here and the other one tucked mm -hmm. up, right? So I, that's low. I got this. So it's like, I can do this. Other than the fact I run like a duck. <laughs> but I was fast at running like a duck. And so I was like, okay, I just got to jump over these things. And without fail, my brain knew how I was supposed to go over. But I would go over in perfect ballet split leaps. <laughs> run, 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 run. <laughs> and you know what? I won. You, that's I amazing. Won. You won doing the but ballet I jumps? could not retrain my brain. So after about three different races, I figured that was a sign to go back to ballet. Okay. So hurdles. So I would run the hurdles. Okay. Yeah. With the ballet That's a, that was form a good story. and, good and story. win. Good one. All right. So what do you want to ask our next mm. guest? Who is Dr. Darren Whitney from Education oh, and Leadership? I know Darren. Yeah. What's the best or worst gift that mm. you have ever received? Okay. Best or worst gift that he's ever received. Mm -hmm. Very good. Okay. All right. Jen, is there anything that you would like to plug? Oh, well, of course. Come to the conservatory. We have over 300 events a year. Some ticketed, some free. Come on over. Go to the box office. We got cool stuff. We have military bands that are free. We have, oh, you know, upright bass choirs, um, ensembles. We have choirs. We've got it all. There's something for everybody. And then um, if your interest is in youth arts education, come hang out at the academy. Even if you just walk through, you come to the academy at like what four or five that place is hopping mm -hmm. and it is it's an old school building but it's not wasn't built to be an art school building so you hear all the noise you hear the tap you hear yeah. the violins in the corner and it is as i call it a learning noise but it's also i mean it's gonna sound hokey a joyful noise so if you need some joy and some fun and some like energetic mm-hmm artists in your life come to the John Kerr I'll, building. I'll sit in the basement like sometimes, you know, bring Coco her dinner. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll sit in there and do work and you've got, you know, yeah, all, exactly yeah. like there's just music all around. There's footsteps dancing yep. above you. There's It just kind of melts to this practicing. like soothing yeah. white noise mm -hmm. and, uh, and you just get to see students becoming whatever that is. Mm -hmm. It's pretty awesome. It's good vibe. Yeah. Good vibe yeah. in there. So come on over. All right, yeah. Check out SCAA and the conservatory in general. Jen, thank you for being our guest on thank this you episode all. number 40. Our sponsor of this episode is the concept of office hours, soon to be replaced by an A-bot. AI bot. <laughs> Mess that one up. We need an AI bot to, to read these reads. Um, our email address, buzzwords at su.edu, website, subuzzwords.podbean.com. Next guest, next month, we will have Darren Whitney, Assistant Professor in Education and Leadership, and he's also the Program Coordinator for Education Administration. So please tune in to that. And until then, 
Keep on buzzing.